0: This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
1: Live from Studio C. Oh, C's in your... You know what it is? Dimly lit room, deep in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound, and today... Kick off a brand new week. We're under the tutelage of our general manager.
0: You want optimistic and uplifting, or or more uh, gritty realism? What, I what would like mood I you? would like reality. Uh, then our Part general the manager, Michael.
1: This is an information party we're having. An information party. There it is.
0: Come on, you got to take your DJ. Now, now it's drowning everything. Now out. it's a little too loud. All out. right, now you know what he's doing. He's protesting. Yeah, He is. So our general manager today is protesters. I mean rioters. I mean looters. I mean criminals. I mean protesters.
1: It was an ugly weekend. Listen. One of the uglier of uh, my life, really. You can focus on the negative if you like, but uh, the way I see it is, in spite of the
0: bitterly divided politics of our time, and the COVID-19 and the crushing of the economy in its wake, and the riots, other than that, things are actually going
1: quite well. <laughs> That's pretty good. Come on, everybody. Yeah. So, uh, oh, boy, I think it's another example. I'm not sure... That society can live through social media and, and its mass ability, media too, and its ability to amplify things. Yeah, mass media, social media, all of it. Yeah, I, I just I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe over time, but uh, uh, learn
0: sh- to adjust. Yeah, yes,
1: yeah. But uh, short term, I'm just not sure it's uh, it's doable.
0: Right. Right. We have some very powerful voices who are uh, intent on whipping things up as quickly and as ugly as they can.
1: Well, 100% and they are true. But the fact that we can all choose our own narrative yes. and live in it, mm-hmm. we can we can take in news, like, to, like be crazy involved in the news. Sean and I were talking about this last week. Yeah, I'm a very informed person. I watch blank all day long. I read blank and blank. Um, you can, you can, you can walk around feeling like you're a very informed person because you take in tons of news and live in your own orbit that almost never gets, uh, punctured with uh, any, yeah, but have you known, are you aware of, you know, any, 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 even, you know, like consider this maybe. Yep. Um, and as long as that's going on, I just, I don't know, I don't know how you can make any, any progress toward anything good. Right. Right. Uh, well, it's it's unlikely,
0: and it's uh, uncharted territory, honestly, in a lot of ways. Well, Although, I'd uh, say. Only, only partly uncharted. I mean, is, some of the technology's changed, but, you know, the, the history of the country is actually mostly the lefties read lefty newspapers, righties read uh, righty newspapers, and then they come together in the streets with no idea what the other one's talking about. And we just, it's so fast now and so widespread because of technology.
1: It's, uh, yeah, well, it's challenging times.
0: <laughs> the you sun think? will come out
1: tomorrow. You bet think? your bottom dollar. Yeah. The sun will come out tomorrow so you can see how much destruction happened. <laughs> so you can get a good look at it. And the small business people who were barely
0: praying to hang on during the COVID thing. Oh, man. And their, their, sh- their stores smashed up. In a lot of places, yeah, and you, dozens and dozens of cities,
1: and you know, getting once again to social uh, media, it amplifies stuff that backs up whatever your point of view might be. But one that was uh, flying through social media, uh, uh, where I was looking yesterday, was uh, a couple that had uh, had this, had weathered the COVID thing with their business shut down and barely hanging on. But there they were, people smashing their windows, and they tried to defend the place, and they got the hell beat out of, them yeah, with, with yep. sticks. Yep, um, and that's uh, it would be difficult to not give up at that point. To not lay there and think, "Oh my God, the virus, the economy, and now I'm being beaten because I don't want people to rob my stuff." Or at the very least, I'm giving up. I'm going somewhere else. I'm yeah. giving up. Yeah, it's it's very ugly. Well, our text line uh, probably will get used a lot today. The number is four one five two nine five KFTC four one five new two nine. I should give the correct number. You Otherwise, know, you
0: really have to give all
1: all. How many is it? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. You I need mean, every it's not like get addresses
0: t- that you end up next
1: door. Four one five two nine five 295 kftc Get your word straight, Jack. And your numbers. In my little burg, out on the edge of town uh, near where I live, in a, a sleepy little strip mall where ain't nothing ever going to happen ever, they closed down the grocery store and the pharmacy yesterday. I got there. And I had to pick up some medicine for my son, which I needed, which oh, there's a lot of people showing up to the door. There were probably 20 people showed up to the door of the pharmacy just as I walked up. Everybody mm. needing their medicine. And it was closed. Everybody's like, why is it closed? I have no idea why it's closed. The grocery store is closed, too. Why? what? What is going on here? Some guy said they must be cleaning for COVID or something. I thought, why no. don't you clean the store on the busiest day, the the, the period of your business, blah, blah, blah they closed down because of perhaps rioting i don't know there are locations where riots will never happen and that is one of them <laughs> i mean that was i don't know who came up with that idea yeah. what an odd reaction so you got uh, i don't know i don't know we're all crazy i people are afraid then politicians are afraid of not being seen as reacting the correct way, so they go way too far this direction or way too far that direction. Sure, sure. They it's wonder not, not so. what they should say, but what they're supposed to say. Right. Craziness. Yep. Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael.
2: I'm doing good. It was the highs and the lows this weekend. The high for me was watching the Falcon launch. I love that. Mm. And then the I missed
1: it. I completely forgot it was happening. Oh. The
2: sort of moment my kids might have remembered for the
1: rest of their lives, I missed.
2: Yeah, I felt bad because I tweeted you guys with like three minutes to go. I just realized that it was on. And it's and not
1: your job to uh no, but hit, help to that, out, but you know? I need more of a heads up. <laughs> yeah.
2: And The Low was watching uh, Looting where I saw a 10-year-old kid, a 12-year-old kid, and it appeared to be his parents all looting a shoe store altogether. It was a family affair. Oh. So that's
1: nice. I like to see an intact family doing right. things together. Exactly. Having experiences together. Boy, that is quite the um, uh, uh, the range of mankind's abilities, emotions, and everything else. Uh, conquering space and smashing people in the head in a nonsensical way. Yes, I would say it's a pretty good contrast. Yeah. Anyway, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you,
2: Sean? Yeah, overall, just pretty sad over the weekend. Uh, you know, country, city fellow Americans, Um, but I am fascinated by the street-level view that is being beamed directly into my pocket, and I haven't finished doing all my homework that's come with the news because news comes with homework now, but I am absolutely fascinated by these. Have you guys seen the videos of just like the, the random pallets of bricks that are appearing like in downtown city streets? You know, that's funny. You should mention that. One of our emailers happened to be from
0: Dallas. Said they were watching out their apartment window as the pallets of bricks were delivered. Like what? How, what is? Where is that coming from? How are... Joe's uh, construction and riot supply. It, we, it,
1: we started on Friday. We're when you in had forty-seven the, states. We started on Friday when you had the videos of guys in all black with black umbrellas walking up to windows yeah. with hammers and smashing them and walking off. Like, and who are those people? Seeing right.
2: more and more videos like that of. Protesters who, by and large, during the day are you know marching and chanting signs and uh, over, by and large nonviolent, and then almost like there's a shift change when the sun goes down, the the cities just turn ablaze and and well, windows pros, get shattered. That's when the pros come in. It's 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 very bizarre, and I I I have not yet finalized my theory on where these for a metaphor, these pallets of bricks are coming from.
1: Well, uh, one thing the commentators need to catch up to on a lot of your news stations is uh, when they're talking about you know, this is not healing. They're not trying to heal. Whoever those people are, whether you believe they're white supremacists or cops in a conspiracy theory or Antifa or whoever it is, their goal is not to heal. You're missing their point. They want to make this worse. They want to bring on a national race war or destroy society as we know it or whatever. Bring on anarchy,
0: right, or the Communist revolution. Why is it that there are so few people in the media with enough brain cells to understand you have separate and overlapping groups of people? You have protesters who are exercising their First Amendment rights. You have thieves who just want to steal stuff. And then you have the anarchist types who want to smash stuff and fight the cops. Stop calling it a protest when they're burning a church and fighting cops. That's a riot.
1: Yeah, we got a lot more on that coming up. And a lot of people calling that out from a, from a lot of angles that you might not have expected. Keith Ellison, who I've rarely heard anything from that I agreed with, who is the attorney general up in Minnesota, calling out those people as, uh, as uh, bad Americans and they need to be stopped. Even uh, Talib, what's her name? One of the squad said, you're not honoring anything by smashing up these windows. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I thought that's, that's good to hear that stuff.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Like it's the same people who just, they got in a bad mood when the sun went down, these protesters. That's not
1: the way it works. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday. Monday, brand new month. Rent is due. Can you can you make your rent? June 1st, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. How high is the rent, Michael? That's my question. Is, is it uh,
0: fairly aggressive? Is it uh, lower than Reasonable expected? Price? rent is
1: too damn high. Ah, yeah, that, that rings true. It.
0: Darn it. All right, let's begin the show now officially according to FCC rules and regulations uh, at Mark.
2: Five,
1: four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff of the Falcon 9 and Crew Dragon. Go NASA. Go SpaceX. Godspeed, speed. Bottom tug.
0: T plus 30 seconds into this historic mission. Flying crew on board Dragon and Falcon 9, and look at them go. As Positive Sean texted us over the weekend, pretty Falcon cool. I was surprised how tense I was watching it. Me too. Having having seen some of the disasters through
2: the years. I also couldn't help every time they said astronauts Bob and Doug, I thought, you (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Bob and Doug McKenzie. (laughs) Google it. I
1: found a mouse in my Tang, eh? <laughs> Take off to the space station, eh? Um, uh, duh. and I was surprised how quickly they were on the space station. Oh yeah, they're already there, hanging out, living yeah there. Sure, yes, yeah, they've like already it. put their clothes uh, out of their suitcase into the drawers of the room they're in. Yeah, it's like flying from New York to Boston, blink of an eye. They Didn't can't know. even serve drinks. Didn't know that. So we got mailbag on the way, and lots of comments from lots of people from around the world and around the country on all this mess that is going on, and it is a mess. I uh, do want to hear your text 415295KFTC
0: Armstrong and Getty The Armstrong and Getty show
1: Look at this shocking headline. Antibody tests point to lower death rate for the coronavirus than first thought. Huh. Yeah, and I think we all knew that. Where was, have uh, you been? <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody texted that there was a lot of social media about uh, looting Walmart, so that's why they closed early all across the country. I didn't know they closed all across the country.
0: Yeah. News to me. Yeah. yeah. That uh, brings up one of the uh, more interesting aspects of all of this to me, which is that a lot of your AOC types and similar social justice warrior types are are looking to use this moment to advance all sorts of different uh, goals and policies that have nothing to do with with cops or brutality or, or that poor fellow in uh, in Minneapolis or whatever. Mailback. Hey. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, uh, submitted by uh, A. Al, okay, first initial A. Wacky sign-on name. No real name. But the quote comes from Voltaire. As long as the people do not care to exercise their freedom, those who wish to tyrannize will do so. For tyrants are active and ardent, and will devote themselves in the name of any number of gods, religious or otherwise, to put shackles upon sleeping men. Wake up! Voltaire, Fred Voltaire, he's he's a baker in Queens. Ba-da-bada. Nice note here from Dave. Be considerate. If you must loot or burn down a business, please be sure to choose one that's already been financially ruined by your state's governor. Doing my part, Dave.
2: That's well a...
0: well put and dryly, Dave.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: <clears throat> Mike writes, we had our first protest meeting at work today. I deliver major soft drink company products. It's one of the one of the big two, I'll just tell you that. Mm-hmm. All of the drivers were concerned Tab about cab
1: or Fresca. No, RC.
0: Not the no, no. Uh, all of the drivers were concerned about what to do if we come to a crowd blocking the street, etc. Our boss said, "Just tell them that you have a job to do. So we have no part in this, one way or another. We just want to do our job." I could, That'll work. I could not believe that he thought this was a way to answer people. Neutrality is not allowed in a world where you must either be racist. Or working against racism, the most a.k.a. M- an anti-racist. The most middle management answer I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, it's delightfully naive, just dangerous right now. Anyway, most of the drivers afterward decided if there are gatherings, we ain't going there. No, Nobody wants the- to mow down people with a truck, but becoming Reginald Denny is not an option either.
1: No, if you remember that story from back in the day, a truck driver got pulled out of his truck and beaten with bricks. Um, uh, yeah, I would not. Uh, I would not think, well, I got to deliver the the Pepsi to the convenience store, so I guess I'll drive through this mob. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then he signs
0: off. Entertain me, guys. I'm not going to be your dancing monkey. Right. I will. I'll put on the little hat, the little red vest. I'll do it all. Uh, nice note from uh, Megan here. I wanted to reach out. Offer my perspective. Uh, she, a recent arrival in Dallas, moved there to work and increase my personal freedoms from Cal Unicornia. Actually, lived just off downtown where the protests occurring. From my 20 story apartment, I observed the stream of people marching by late at night. A pallet of bricks was delivered to the area, so the protesters could lob them through windows. Hearing the bricks smash through the windows and occasional shots ring out as people ran, right below me was one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had. Things escalated when the protesters came to the building I'm in and attempted to break in. Witnessed cars below getting smashed, the large glass in the lobby being demolished.
1: Does she mention being scared to death? Yes. I would be scared to death yes. as, as somebody uh, inadvertently or advertently starting a fire, and then you got a, you know a real problem. My friends and I made sure our
0: weapons were at the ready should anyone manage to get up to the residential floors.
1: Yeah, a lot of, lot of social media yesterday, if you're in this crowd, Tim Sandifer was retweeting a lot of this stuff. If this doesn't uh, justify the Second Amendment, I don't know what does. Right. Your neighborhood is completely out of control. The police are overwhelmed. Standing down. You want, And standing down, in right. many cases, you want to have a gun.
0: Yeah, um, and she reports what a number of people report, that the vast majority of violence, destruction, um, was perpetrated by young white males in a lot of locations. Oh, really? Now, the mm-hmm. looting seemed to be a, a rainbow coalition of thieves, judging by all the video I've seen. But, yeah, a lot of the, the cop baiting and the, the rest of it, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of young white uh, lefties, heart radicals. But
1: um, What have you seen? What do you know all over the country? People listening, our text line, four one five two nine five kftc
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Man, oh man, I guess we'll just go through uh, tidbits from around the country. All over the place. Stores along Chicago's Magnificent Mile were looted. Windows smashed. Nashville City Hall was set on fire. Los Angeles stores along the famed Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills were looted and vandalized. In Philadelphia, police said more than 200 people were arrested over the weekend. Uh, Video posted showed police officers hitting protesters with batons, according to the footage. But, uh, you know, there was plenty of giving and getting all over the place. Um, Harold Ford Jr., who's a black former congressman from Tennessee, tweeted... I saw last night, watching the scenes from D.C. and elsewhere, something isn't right. These aren't protests. These are thugs. They could care less about George Floyd and the legacy of positive change so many want to see come from his murder. Uh, at some point, law enforcement's going to have to do more. Portland police tweeted last night, demonstrators downtown are throwing glass water bottles at police. Sound truck is advising that this is now an unlawful assembly. Police will begin efforts to disperse the crowd. Leave now. Mm. Uh, a lot of that going on all over the place. I would have hate to have been a cop over the weekend and had to show up to my shift. Cause,
0: uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're out in numbers. But, yeah, there were some terrible incidents. Cops uh, gunned down in a couple of cities, battered and injured and the rest of it. It's uh, It's a real illustration of how quickly law and order breaks down when... Uh the police are not on the scene when there's a sense that, okay, they've stood down so we can do what we want. The number of people who will do what they want, loot, burn, etc., is shockingly high.
1: How frustrating it is, is it, if you're, uh, you know, you and all your friends are actually going down to protest and try to make a difference and you got people smashing up buildings. How oh, maddening that. would that be?
0: Yeah, those people are everybody's enemies and they're not protesters. Right, they're criminals, they're thugs. They're uh, you know, well they're they're idiots too, and they're not helping. In fact, they are. They don't they abs- want to help. <laughs> they are one hundred percent said. It. Well, I, I'm talking to the the activists right now, the legit protesters. Maybe we agree, maybe we disagree. But you're exercising your First Amendment right, and God bless you. But uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the smashers and looters, they are just killing any righteous energy. That the legit protesters are generating.
1: Um, we're about to hear from a sheriff uh, in a county in Michigan, where the town of Flint is. He, like a lot of law enforcement across the country, uh, got involved in marching with protesters. It went like this.
0: The only reason we're here is to make sure that you got a voice. That's it. There we go for a second. Don't think for a second that he represents who these cops are from all over the county and around this nation. We go out there to help people, not Good do point. that nonsense. There we go. go. I just want to tell you. Where's, where's my man? Right there. Where's the, where's the gentleman? Oh, I think he's took off. Okay. Yeah, my man. He took off. Pastor Hawkins is here. I'm just going to tell you. We want to be with y'all for real. So I took my helmet off and laid the batons down. I want to make this a parade, not a protest. <laughs> Here, you got dogs, so what's up? So, listen, I'm just telling you, these cops love you. That cop over there hugs people, so you tell us what you need to do.
2: Let's walk. Let's walk. Let's walk. With us.
1: walk with us.
0: Until a guy in a black outfit and a black mask came up and punched the cops in the back of the head and ran off. Yeah, how maddening is Uh, that? That didn't happen there, by the way. That was, that was a nice scene. What was that? Flint, Michigan? Is that right?
1: how maddening is it that you've got that sort of spirit a lot of places between the cops and the protesters? Obviously, any normal human being is as upset as anybody else at, you know, the murder of that guy in the street. Sure, of course. Um, it's universal. Well, I'll read you this one. In Salt Lake City yesterday, I got texted this, so I can't verify any of these things, but in Salt Lake City yesterday, protesters turned into thugs, turned over a police car and caught it on fire. As things continued, some dumbass white guy shows up with a bow and arrow, the texter says, gets ready to shoot it at the protesters, people tackle him, and his car gets set on fire. Oh, boy. There you go. That's not a good idea there,
0: uh, Robin Hood. Really, really poor critical thinking there, sir. What is that hammering? What Can you hear that on the air, folks? Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering.
1: Somebody's hammering somewhere. So yesterday on ABC This Week, I think it was, Robert O'Brien, whose um, White House advisor said, of the three cops that haven't been arrested yet, which is where some of the outrage comes from, it's an outlu- absolute outrage, he told George Stephanopoulos yesterday. I can't imagine they won't be charged also, have stood by and allowed that to happen. It shows a lack of humanity. A lot of that on the uh, cable news shows yesterday from all quarters. Uh, Marco Rubio tweeted out yesterday, Tonight, seeing very heavy social media activity on hashtag protests and counter-reactions from social media accounts linked to at least three foreign adversaries. They didn't create these divisions, but they are actively stoking and promoting violence and confrontation from multiple angles. Mm -hmm. So Marco Rubio, who's on the various committees that get these sorts of reports says they have information that there are at least 3 foreign actors involved in all this. Certainly China and Russia, I don't know who number 3 Maybe is. Maybe Iran or
0: North Korea, probably Iran right now, but uh, yeah, as we said last week, look for the Russian bots. Here they come on your social media feed saying the most divisive and outrageous things. That's what they do.
1: I don't know how we uh, I don't know how we deal with this. I really I really do not
0: Oh, I have a feeling the authorities have had just about enough of the professional looters and destroyers, and will be uh, cracking heads and rounding people up. Or, what do, do we have the the
1: president's tweet, uh, uh, wielding vicious dogs and amazing weapons? That was uh, particularly the uh, the White House grounds, as there were protests, right. uh, things on fire right outside the White House, and I'm sure Secret Service was really loving that. Uh. Situation. Oh, yeah. They hadn't had to enact
0: certain training protocols for a very long time.
1: And yeah, again, depending on your social media feed and who you follow and what you get fed and all that sort of stuff. but came across this one yesterday. Here's uh, this is an Austin, Texas. Riders cheer as this homeless man's belongings are set on fire in Austin. What the heck? Just people who just like lawlessness and are probably out of their minds on uh, booze or drugs or whatever. They just they just want destruction. Out of their minds Certain on their daddy the
0: issues, Dad made them play football in Portland, and they just wanted to wear mascara and jangly jewelry, so they're mad and they join antifa
1: i hated the, i hate t you you mentioned the t word i just I was trying to stay away from the t word as long as possible oh oh sorry, um the guy in the white House because you know a lot of the conversations yesterday turned to his various tweets and this and that and the the people screaming this is trump's america you're seeing i'd like to remind everyone well first of all just big picture this is a bigger problem than who is president at the time i think we should all be aware of this by now we've got we've got we've got a problem of of living in two different universes we legitimately politically believe things that are completely different from each other, and then we're only fed information that backs those points of view. Mm-hmm. So we got that problem? And the important thing to remember is, all you talking heads, race relations got worse under eight years of Barack Obama. Gallup, Pew, I looked them up again last night to make sure I was right, that I was remembering correctly. Race relations got worse in people's views during eight years of Obama. Not his fault. But it just points to the fact that these this is a bigger problem. The currents are are, are g- more giant than who's the freaking president and what they say in some well-worded speech here and there. It's oversimplified. But president I saw- Trump is not calming people. He needs to be the healer in chief. Well, you had what many people consider one of the great speakers of all time in the White House and a black guy to boot. And race relations got worse. Yep. It was
0: uh, tweeted. It's an oversimplification, but there's a lot of truth to it. Trump did not cause division. Division caused Trump. A lot of truth to that.
1: Not that he doesn't tweet things that I think are not helpful.
0: Pro- so- Probably not. Maybe you, uh, impose a 10-minute uh, timer on every tweet. Think it over for a little while. I'm not
1: sure anything in the last week about the Scarborough mur- murder is of any help whatsoever. Her, but uh, I'm not sure there was a Scarborough murder. But this isn't the sort of thing a president can, uh, can fix. Yeah. I don't know what does fix it. I don't know what happens to a society that is divided in this way where uh, we actually feel like the other side are just they're out to destroy everything that is good and decent to the mm-hmm. world. Right, and both sides think that about the other sides, and the sides vary a little bit depending on the issue. You know, police brutality versus economics, or whatever, but not a lot. There's a fair amount of overlap, mm-hmm. but just the the deep seated uh, certainty that they're out to ruin my life. They being the other side. I don't know how. I don't know what happens with a culture like that. I really don't. <laughs> you clunk along
0: and try to manage it, and swing back and forth depending on who's in power. It's just it's one of those problems you can't solve, so you just manage the best you can. But you can still have a happy life in this context. I don't want you to get too dark. I mean, the vast majority of us will, will have a pretty darn good day today, depending on, you know, where you are and what you do, whether you're still locked down from the, the stupid COVID. It's just, I don't know. There's just, life has always been difficult. The world has always been violent and, and unstable. And we have a pretty good pocket of productive and happy
1: in this country. Compared to world history, yeah. there is no doubt you're correct by far. But US history of the last century, this is a pretty rough time.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty. But it, it reminds me of, you know, two, three, four other really rough times. It's just it's the state of things. The nineties Take away t- the
1: internet, it gets better. I swear
0: to God. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. Jack's for unplugging the Internet. Absolutely unplug it. That's the way it works. You he's just gonna, unplug it. He's going to peacefully protest this afternoon, but then as night falls, Jack is going to get violent, start smashing store windows, and get
1: himself some uh, big-screen TVs. I'm going to sneak into the uh, the National Internet Building in Washington, D.C., Yes. look both directions, then unplug it. Just yank it right out of the wall.
2: <laughs> it's in a long hall or something?
1: It's <laughs> the way I picture it. <laughs> God, I was, uh... I don't know if you've seen the graffiti on the various monuments in Washington, D.C. How does that happen? Do we allow that to happen? Yes.
0: Yes, the coppers are just not interfering. In fact, I heard an incredibly compelling and troubling note from a guy who's been busting his butt his whole life to open this business. He finally gets it open. The COVID happens. He's hanging on by a thread. And then he, uh, he, he gets a call from the alarm company. They're smashing up your business. They're stealing all your stuff. He called the cops. The cops said... No, unless somebody's uh, getting hurt or whatever, we're you're in a no response zone.
1: Yeah, I can read from Jason Riley. He is a Wall Street Journal opinion writer, and he's a black guy, and that matters to this story. Um, uh, talking about that, his fear is the neighborhoods he grew up in are no longer going to have police presence. Maybe I should read some of that because that's that, that that's a legitimate problem. Oh yeah, ask Baltimore about um, that. Text line four one five two nine five KFTC.
0: strong and getty show. We have evidence that outsiders have been present and in some cases have uh, played a very negative role but i've i've been talking with protesters and trying to get a sense of who some of these folks are and i've heard uh, a mixed thing some some of the uh the negative stuff has come from people in minnesota and some of it has come from people on the outside what i'd say is we got enough to handle on our own and that what we really need to do is refocus on uh on injustice for mr floyd and uh, negative behavior, looting, arson, does not help us achieve that goal.
1: I got the sense that a lot of people, that's um, uh, formerly Congressman Ellison, now Attorney General of Minnesota Ellison. First Muslim congressman. Um, there, and uh, I mentioned uh, one of the members of the squad was on one of the shows yesterday. I, I felt like a lot of politicians that normally throw around some pretty heated rhetoric were really careful yesterday oh, as they, yeah. they realized their town, state, whatever, is really on the verge of things going nutso. So I appreciated that, that uh, a lot of people were not throwing gas on the fire.
0: Um, I'm amused by the whole outside agitators thing. I was discussing this with my wife. We were taking in some coverage last night as various folks were looting and burning in various cities. And I said, well, yeah, there's absolutely a history of these thugs coming in from all over the country to smash and loot and, and cause trouble because they're anarchists or jerks. There's also a long history of legitimate protesters being uh, described as outside agitators by the authorities who didn't want to, you know, respect what they're saying. So, yeah, there's a
2: lot of rhetoric flies around both directions. I think the stat I saw out of Minneapolis specifically was 80% of the arrests were from out of state.
1: Yeah, I know. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. The the ability for people to mobilize in the modern world, getting back to the whole Internet thing, your the ability to mobilize people quickly and mm-hmm. get them on buses and get them wherever you want to be is just amazing. Here's my question,
0: though. If all these cities are being smashed up by outside agitators... What do they do? Do they just, like, move one city to the left and smash up somebody else? Why don't they stay home and smash up their own city? If they're all outside (laughs) agitators, you following me?
1: Um, You got a
0: guy from Newark smashing up San Francisco, a guy from San Francisco smashing up Newark. Why don't they stay home? Reduce their carbon footprint.
1: I think you probably got a lot of people from smaller towns heading to bigger cities. Yeah. Probably what's going on. So you can get some attention. Listen to this. So there are curfews all over the country. Uh, There are 5,000 National Guard members as of last night. It might be more today that have been activated in 15 states in Washington, D.C. I think that number has risen. I think it's about 25 now. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Texas and Virginia have also declared states of disaster or emergency, enabling them to mobilize extra law enforcement. There are 20 cities that have established curfews. Well, the curfews are getting earlier. Listen to this. Beverly Hills in Santa Monica, curfew begins at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Whoa! Well, wait Right a after lunch, you're not wait. allowed to be out and about. Wait a minute. For business districts and 4 p.m. for citywide following a weekend of protests and looting. So, yeah, 1 o'clock curfew? I've, I don't remember ever hearing that in my life. Well, they've imposed martial law. Everybody off the streets. Essentially. Right after lunch, get yourself a good lunch. But get, right as soon as you're done with lunch, head home for a nap. Get a little work done in the morning if you can. Eight PM to five AM in San Francisco, eight to five in Denver, same in Miami. Uh nine A nine PM to sunrise in Atlanta. Chicago's nine to six. Indianapolis eight to six. So pretty much every city you can name of uh of the larger size, you can't be out on the streets overnight. Huh. Well, I'm an early to bed, early to rise guy myself. Seattle's a five PM to five AM, so they're shutting down <laughs> in the early. Seven. Wow. Wow. You better get home from work quick, because you're not supposed to be out and about. Or yeah, 1 o'clock
0: I, in the afternoon. I need to reach out. To, well, my daughter doesn't live in Seattle. She lives in the giant metro area, but she works in the evening. So I have to see what's going on there. Wild, man. So uh, speaking of San Francisco, even as I'm watching the coverage on CNN, which was, as usual, embarrassing. Old, what's his name? Uh, Chris Cuomo was on there. Uh, and, and he was he was so hilarious. Because you have scenes of... Just complete lawlessness, looting, uh, arson, smashing, nothing to do with any justice for the the poor fellow in Minneapolis. Just the usual sorts, uh, you know, perpetrating violence. And what's worse, in San Francisco, on Market Street, which is, you know, the main street, right through the middle of the city, famously, uh, great shopping district, Union Square is is but blocks from Market Street, and uh, and trucks were double parked in front of stores, trucks and vans, and looters were running in and out and loading up the trucks and, and then uh, rolling on. It was organized gangs of looters. Meanwhile, the moronic Chris Cuomo is was showing this stuff. And then say, that's terrible, but then uh, justice, economic justice, uh, racial justice, uh, we must all work together, uh, trying to turn it into some sort of righteous expression of something. When you got the protests, which are fine and righteous, and you should do it. And then you got just organized criminal gangs and anarchist jackasses. At night, and him trying to somehow bridge the gap that this is all an expression of the unrest and the black experience. No, organized gangs looting the Nike store is not an expression of anything except we can get some stuff. That's rough. Nice
1: try, though. Uh, I got this text. As a former law enforcement officer who has been in riots, I can tell you that mob rule is the most terrifying event you can witness. I'll bet. Oh, yeah. Because there's no making sense of it whatsoever. Well,
0: and, and human compassion goes out the window completely. I hope you haven't seen some of the videos that we've seen, but you probably have, of people taking terrible beatings at the hands of the mobs. Wrong, Innocence.
1: Wrong place, wrong time in some cases. Exactly.
0: Beaten to death, shot, beaten so their lives are changed forever, brain injury, the rest of it. Yeah, compassion goes out the window when the mob rules. You don't want the mob
1: to rule, even your mob. Trust me on this. Well, I hope they're getting a handle on that.
0: Armstrong and Getty.